Welcome everyone to the How to Get the Most Out of College podcast. There's a lot of talk about where to go to college, but not nearly enough about how to go to college. And it's the everyday decisions that drive your success. I'm your host, Elliot Felix. I've been a consultant to more than 100 colleges and universities, helping them improve their student experience. And I'm the author of How to Get the Most Out of College, where I take what I've learned about how college works and make it work for you. Tip 27 in How to Get the Most Out of College is all about having a growth mindset, seeing everything as an opportunity to grow, not having a fixed mindset where it's all about your limits and your abilities are limited. But in fact, failure is just how you learn and it's how you grow. And it's not that you can't do something, it's that you can't do something yet. So I'm so excited to dig into this topic with Grace Bita. Grace was a fantastic intern at Bright Spot years ago when she was in high school and now has gone on to do fantastic gap year and great things as a first year at Harvard. We're going to learn from Grace and I'm excited to do so. Welcome, Grace. Thank you so much. Happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Give us an example of how you've used this growth mindset in your life. Well, I've grown up with having the influence of my dad as a mentor specifically. He's always pushed me into opportunities and encouraged me to make the most of everything and always go up to people after seeing a speech and go talk to them and connect and network and learn about what makes them tick and why they're excited about doing what they're doing and ask for advice. When I was little, I would always hate doing this because it was so uncomfortable for me to have to put myself out there. I didn't really know what to say. And I felt like I didn't have enough knowledge about the world in order to have a grown-up conversation with someone who was so successful in what they were doing. So I feel like that was has always been sort of intimidating for me. But I feel like I've had this influence of my dad from a young age, which has sort of encouraged me to go into the uncomfortable and take advantage of just like the non-traditional path of going for opportunities and not just sitting back and letting life pass you by, but just really, truly making the most out of every single moment of your life. So I feel like that sort of helped me in turn learn how to advocate for myself to figure out which paths work best for me. And with this discomfort of just going up to people and going for opportunities that are uncomfortable, I feel like I've come into myself and learned how to advocate for myself and how to create experiences. So yeah, I think that he's been a wonderful resource for me as I've grown up learning how to take advantage of opportunities. I love the example of going up to talk to a famous person after they've just spoken and working up the courage to have an adult conversation with a massively successful person, which does take a lot of courage. Give us another example of something you have had to work up the courage to do. Maybe it went well, maybe it didn't, I don't know. I think taking time off from school was something I had always thought about taking a gap year, specifically after I graduated from high school, before starting college, just kind of explore the world in a new way was always something I had thought about as a possibility, but I had always worried about actually doing it in practice because of how uncommon, I guess, it has traditionally been in many traditional paths of education, I guess. So I feel like that was difficult to deal with a bit. Did you get a lot of flack for people saying, how come you're not going straight through? Yeah, I think there were a lot of conversations that I had with people that you could tell they were kind of beating around the bush and wondering if there was something that was like really going on. Like, why are you actually taking a gap year? Why are you actually taking time off from school? Or if I told them, they were like, oh, like the school let you do that? I'm so surprised. So I feel like that was difficult to kind of 
not be going down that traditional path. And obviously there are people who are doing much less traditional things than I am that obviously have to work with conflicting points of view. What are some techniques that you've used over the years to try and seize every opportunity to work up the courage to take a non-traditional path? Is it an affirmation in the mirror? What's your secret sauce? I feel like you can't really go out into the world and have super powerful relationships and make change unless you're confident in your own ability to do so and unless you're confident in your own thought and perspectives and values, at least to some extent. You obviously don't need to have everything figured out every time you walk out of your house. But I feel like there needs to be some sort of, for me at least, clarity on how I view the world and how I see my place in the world as a change maker. So I think journaling has honestly helped me a bit with clarifying my thoughts and sometimes not clarifying my thoughts, sometimes just brain dumping and not having any clarity at all. But I feel like writing things down is extremely helpful. I also love to sing, which has not necessarily helped me synthesize things specifically, but it has helped me kind of have peace and just be really in touch with myself and my voice and what resonates both like physically with like my vocal cords and then also with more spiritually and like ideologically. So I feel like singing has been a really powerful tool as well. It's just a good outlet for me. That sounds really great. Tools to figure out who you are and what you believe and what you think. That's so important to be, I think, in touch with how you're feeling. So important to be in touch with those things. And I, I love the idea of you have to have confidence and clarity. How did you come by the confidence and clarity? Like, can you think of a project you did or an experience you had? I think it goes back to that going for as many opportunities as you can thing. I feel like when you just try to put yourself out there as often as you possibly can, there are going to be some things that just absolutely do not work. And I feel like sometimes you'll know that in your gut. Sometimes you won't really know, but you'll get a feeling that maybe this is not for me or maybe it is for me and maybe I need to explore something else or take another step or put myself in another uncomfortable situation to kind of learn more about this. But I feel like just, again, like going for things and trying to test things out, even if I'm unsure about them at first, has been a great way to explore and not limit myself to things. What's something you've done where you finished it and you, you it kind of surprised yourself and you said, oh, I actually really understand this or I crushed this, you know, I really get this thing. There was a class that I took last semester on built North American environment, which was just a compilation of everything that you could possibly learn about the U.S. and how it works and kind of random things about life that you would have never been taught ever in any other circumstance. The professor is a gem. He's wonderful. He's been teaching at Harvard for like 50 years. My dad actually took the same course when he was at school. It, it's just been a wonderful experience learning about the world through this new perspective. And I specifically had an essay that I had to write for his class that really kind of helped me synthesize a bunch of thoughts that I had about my own life and my own passions with some things that I had learned about how the world works and how to create change and how different communities and societies interact. And I feel like that was just kind of an aha moment in the course of my college education, which has been short 
so far being a first year, but that was a wonderful moment when everything came together. Is it John John Stilgo? It was John Stilgo. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. What was the title of the paper? The title, I'm looking at it right now. It was Solitude. It's just short and sweet, but yeah. Taking advantage of every single opportunity, you know, making the most of things. I feel like that also sounds exhausting in a way. How do you reset or recharge so that you have the the energy, the courage, the enthusiasm to write the paper or go in a non-traditional path or approach the speaker? I think you have to be comfortable with saying no at times. And I think how to do that. It's tough. It is tough. I have extreme FOMO sometimes, which is very difficult. Like specifically on my gap year, I was an au pair for different host families. So I was working on English with some of the kids in different countries. And I was always, whenever I had free time, I was always wanting to go explore and see the country or the town or the neighborhood that I was in or go milk the cows or do any kind of random opportunity that I would not normally have access to and just kind of take advantage of it. But I was also working and taking care of kids for most of the day and teaching them English. And that was pretty draining, but it was like one of the most wonderful experiences I've ever had. So it was difficult because it was balancing this work that I actually loved to do with wanting to also rest and do things that I loved, like flooring and and it, it, that was a weird balance to to strike. But I feel like self-care is absolutely crucial. And you just have to test things out and see what works best for you. Like singing is, again, a really powerful way that I work on self-care and just kind of take a moment and helps me with my breathing and just kind of calm down. Or I've taken up watercoloring since I've gotten to school. It's just a nice, I mean, I'm not, I'm by no means Picasso or anything, but it's been a nice way to channel my my thoughts and not just revert to my phone. And because I feel like it's so easy to do that now and just watch TikTok or whatever it is. But yeah, to prioritize self-care and have outlets for doing so that aren't technological. So. You're journaling, you're singing, you're painting, you're taking breaks. Those are all ways to reset and recharge and rest. I want to go to another R, which is reflect you're having these different experiences. You're trying to make the most of them. You're putting yourself out there. Sometimes they work, sometimes they don't. You'll learn either way. What do you do to like connect the dots to see, oh, how does this relate to that? And you know, what might this mean for my next step or my next big thing? There is a lot of self-reflection that goes on just especially living by myself in my dorm and having that journaling time and the painting time. That's obviously wonderful for reflection. I also have continued to talk with my dad about things that are important to me and that resonate with me. I feel like he has always been a wonderful support since I was young. And I've now managed to take advantage of his support, which I am grateful for in a way that allows me to have these wonderful conversations with him still, but also kind of separate and be my own person and ultimately like make my own decisions and have this self-advocacy going on. So I feel like I have been able to find a balance between that because I like 
very early in my life. He was a big pioneer of experiences for me. And I feel like it's sort of shifted now to me being a pioneer of my own experiences and him helping me from the side. Obviously, I'm extremely grateful for his support. And he's been a wonderful person to just talk with and run ideas by and plan and vent to. That's great. So I would love to end with your final word of advice for others who are trying to think about how to make the most of their time in college and how to put themselves out there and how to make these connections and learn from it and grow from it. What's something they should definitely not do and something they should definitely do? I feel like it's easy to say, like, don't go with the crowd and be your own person, but it's obviously very difficult in practice. But I feel like that is something that is so crucial is to try to separate yourself from the crowds and the masses and really hone in on what is meaningful to you because ultimately your name's going to be on that degree at the end of college or at the end of whatever path that you take. So I feel like it's crucial to kind of figure out what makes you tick and then also powerful ways for connecting to yourself and reflecting on what's important to you. And I feel like just being intentional about your time is really important and going for those opportunities. But also, if you think it's going to be a total waste of your time, then don't. Just, I feel like it's absolutely necessary to be greedy with your time and prioritize what is going to be best for you in your life. Obviously, it's easier said than done, but it's so important to follow your own compass rather than going along with the masses and just kind of really figure out what's important to you and how you might be able to turn that into something going forward and make a career out of it and make a wonderful life out of it, I guess. That's such great advice. It also just resonates with me personally. I, I did a gap year. I studied architecture in Brussels between high school and college, and I wasn't doing it for credit. And in the beginning, I did like everything for every class. And I think I had 13 classes. And about halfway through, I realized, wait a second, not getting any grades. So why am I doing the dumb stuff? Like, why am I doing the busy work? Yeah. And that was amazingly freeing when I decided not to turn in any of the bullshit assignments and just did the stuff that like really lit me up. Uh, you've given so many great pointers and bits of advice and tips today. I really appreciate it. And I think, you know, you certainly know more about yourself and about college and about the world than I did as a first year. I have no doubt you're going to do great things as you keep going. So thank you so much, Grace. Thank you for having me. Thanks everyone for listening. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review us wherever you get your podcasts and check out elliotfelix.com for all the episodes and the articles I've written, talks I've given, and more information about the book. Mm -hmm.